朋友们，大家好。Hello, friends. Welcome to Spiritual Wai Mai. 欢迎来到属灵外卖 ，delivering the spiritual food to you wherever you are. 无论你在何处，我们为你速递属天灵粮。This spiritual Wai Mai is a part of a series entitled "Mission Accomplished: The Mission of Jesus Christ, as Told by Matthew and Now Lived Out by You and Me." Time to come down the mountain. Peter, James, and John just had probably the most supernatural moment of their lives. Not only did they see Jesus transformed to reveal His glory, but they also saw Moses and Elijah and heard the voice of God. In this glorious presence of God, they fell on their faces in fear and trembling. They could only stand up when Jesus touched them and said, "Do not be afraid." It was such a special revelation that Jesus told Peter, James, and John to not share it with the others until Jesus had died and rose again. Walking down the mountain, the three disciples must have had many thoughts about what they had seen and heard. I have to think that this experience changed them and prepared them for the days ahead. We know that Peter wanted to stay on the mountain top with Moses and Elijah, for he offered to build shelters for everybody. But this spectacular moment was just a moment. The disciples couldn't stay there forever. They had to walk back down the mountain with Jesus. When they got to the bottom of the mountain, they met a scene that was very different from their spiritual experience at the top. As soon as they re-entered the real world, they were met with a spiritual struggle of suffering. Matthew chapter seventeen, verses fourteen to twenty. When they came to the crowd, a man approached Jesus and knelt before him. "Lord, have mercy on my son," he said. "He has seizures and is suffering greatly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. I brought him to your disciples, but they could not heal him." "You unbelieving and perverse generation," Jesus replied. "How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy here to me." Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of the boy, and he was healed at that moment. Then the disciples came to Jesus in private and asked, "Why couldn't we drive it out?" He replied, "Because you have so little faith. Truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, 'Move from here to there,' and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you." The Renaissance master artist Raphael's most famous painting is entitled "The Transfiguration," based on the account from Matthew chapter 17. Curiously, Raphael painted not only the transfiguration on the mountain top, but he included the frustrating scene at the bottom of the mountain, as the disciples struggled to set the boy free from demon possession. This very large painting hangs at the Vatican Museum, and the first thing you notice is the contrasting light and darkness. The light illuminating Christ at the top of the mountain, and the darkness surrounding the crowd and the boy at the bottom. There is light and peace at the peak of the mountain in the presence of God, whereas there is darkness and confusion in the depths where Satan. Has bound a boy.
the kingdom of light and darkness. Jesus is the light of the world, yet there is still darkness in this world due to Satan's power and sin. Colossians chapter 1 verses 12 to 14. And giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. There is a kingdom of darkness and a kingdom of light. There is nothing in between. The Bible says that before we knew Christ, we were living in the kingdom of darkness, which is ruled by Satan. But we were rescued by Jesus and brought out of that kingdom of darkness and into the kingdom of light. As followers of Jesus Christ, we are a part of his rescue team. As we share the gospel and pray for people, we join the wonderful work of leading people to a knowledge of Christ. As Jesus and his disciples were coming down the mountain, the disciples at the bottom of the mountain were attempting to do just that, pray for the boy and cast out the demon. But it just wasn't working. As soon as Jesus showed up, everything changed, and Jesus taught them an important lesson. An unbelieving and perverse generation. Perverse is to distort something or corrupt it. To perverse God's truth is to twist it and make it something it is not, so it fits your own agenda or idea. Therefore, Jesus described this crowd as not only disbelieving God, but distorting God's word, truth, and plan to be something it was not. Similarly, there was a crowd waiting for Moses when he was on top of the mountain receiving God's law. When he came down the mountain, the people had perverted who God was. They created a golden calf and said it was the God who had brought them out of Egypt. They no longer believed in the one true God, Yahweh, but they perverted the truth into a gold idol. Unbelief can lead to twisting God's truth to match our reality. The Israelites grew impatient waiting for Moses to come down the mountain. They wanted a God they could see, so they twisted the truth to match their own ideas. Have we done this? Has our culture or our own thinking perverted God's truth? Are we believing God's pure truth or something that has been distorted? How can you know? Each one of us can take seriously the word of God and ask the Holy Spirit to instruct us. Let's ask God to increase our faith in Him and adjust when we start to walk down the wrong path in our beliefs. Freedom and Faith After Jesus called the crowd an unbelieving and perverse generation, He used His power and authority to rebuke the demon and it came out of the boy. The boy was instantly healed. The disciples privately came to Jesus in humility, asking what went wrong. He said, you have so little faith, and then implied that the faith that he had was smaller than a tiny mustard seed. How much faith do you have? When faced with a situation like this father and his demon-possessed son, do you have faith that God can set the boy free? A demon-possessed boy might seem like a dramatic situation for you to face, but how about a less dramatic scenario such as an illness 
Or how about your own emotional, mental, or spiritual issues? Is it easier to call them issues instead of bondage? But if you are honest, you may admit that you do not feel free. To experience freedom, you first must begin with Jesus Christ. You must believe in Jesus and believe that you need to be rescued. Confess your sins and receive the gift of forgiveness and salvation. Repent of your sins and turn away from the kingdom of darkness and come into the kingdom of light. But what about the Christian who has struggles in life? Struggles such as depression, anxiety, addiction, destroyed relationships, deep heart wounds, reoccurring sin, or... In this story, the father was probably a Jewish man. He believed in the power of God and Jesus' ability to heal his son. This boy grew up in, in a believing family, yet the enemy had held this boy in bondage. We do not know why this was the case. Maybe you have experienced a kind of bondage in your life where you feel trapped and just cannot get free. Or maybe you have been wounded by a past pain and you cannot move forward. This does not necessarily mean you're possessed by a demon, but maybe there are things in your life that you need Jesus to still set you free from. Be set free. Struggles, wounds, bondages, or issues in life might come from one of the following areas. Unforgiveness. Is there someone in your life who has wronged you or your family and you just cannot forgive them? Have you confessed all of your sin to the Lord and received forgiveness from Him? Have you forgiven yourself? Bring each of these types of forgiveness to God in prayer. Family History of Sins and Curses Does your family have a history of certain sins or idol worship? Lift your family to the Lord and ask for forgiveness. Ask Him to remove this sin from your family and from affecting your life ungodly beliefs. Are you believing lies about yourself? Maybe it's something someone said to you or you said to yourself about your value, worth, ability, or position in life. Ask God to show you any ungodly beliefs that you are believing and then reject them and replace them with God's truth. Spirit or soul hurts. Have you been hurt by someone or a traumatic experience? Has your body, mind, or spirit been damaged? Bring the situation to the Lord, ask Him to help you forgive who has hurt you, and then ask Jesus to touch that part of your life and bring healing and freedom. Demonic Influence Ask God to protect you from any demonic influences. You are a child of God, and you belong to Him, not the enemy. Jesus can touch your life just like He touched the boy, and you can be set free. Do we have faith that God can set others free and set us free? Jesus said that it came down to faith. He has all power and authority to transform our lives. Let us believe that He can do it in us and that He can use us to bring healing to the world. Thanks for having some spiritual limey with us. We hope that you liked it and that it fed your soul. And we hope you come back for some more. We love ya.